Hey, my name is Lo, or at least Lo is what they call me. I'll be your guide through this tale. Now I listen to the stars and I tell you what they say, but sometimes it's not so easy to hear them. If you're looking to hear us all a little more clearly, then go ahead and skip to our 10th meeting. That would be book two, chapter five. If you want to catch up on what you've missed, then you can listen to our Star Watching Recap episodes or check out our description for our recap notes. And should you be so inclined, you can find a link to our Discord server where you can talk to these boys and other TTRPG enthusiasts and find some maps and art of this world. It ain't easy sitting here, listening, talking. Sometimes I wonder if anyone can hear me or if it's just the night sky. But I hope I've found someone. I hope I found you. So the last time we all met, you all were half successful in your mission to find Mela and bring her home. First half successful, second half not so much. You found her, spoke to her, discovered that she has been uh, out in the oceans with a friend of hers who uh, is named Perry Vine. He was an author of a book of maps of the oceans around this area. But now he seems to have been distorted by his time outside of the walls. And it also seems as if Kian has some sort of connection. Delilah, the uh, coyote, discovered Kian going off and into, into the woods to see what he could find. And you all caught up with him and his dream back. And later when he spoke to Mela, Henry managed to convince her to rethink her plan to leave the area with Perry Vine by offering her a job uh, working on the trains and traveling the ley lines around the continent. She asked for a night to think about it. You kindly gave that night to her and uh, spent, spent your evening back in the town. You went back to the original inn you'd been staying in. You met up with Nell, Mila's father, and told them what had occurred. Had a okay night's sleep, I would say. Kian, you can faintly recall a dream that was almost too short to remember, where you summoned your patron. They appeared for just a moment, just long enough for you to see, before vanishing again, and your dream ended. With that on your mind, you waited at the walls for Mela to return at noon. Nell is there with you. An hour has passed, and Mela still has not appeared. Nell looks at all of you, the determined optimism on their faces vanished as they ask you, where is she? She said she would come. Perhaps she was waylaid. For an hour. Maybe we should go check? I think so. Please do. They walk up to the wall. They stay about a foot away from it and just look over the place where you've uh, rebuilt <laughs> and built many times seem frustrated they can't really look beyond and turn back to you all. Can you go? Worse. Sorry. It seemed like she would 
Wait, let's get word of her. And then sort of come back. I can. I... I don't care if we can't convince her to come back. You need to bring her back. I'm not sure if I feel comfortable. She's a child. She's my daughter. I understand, but it's not safe out there. I need you to bring her back. Give us two hours. Three tops. But we'll be back in one. I'm gonna start taking the wall down at that, okay. They <laughs> <laughs> step aside and, and watch uh, nervously as you take the stones out from the wall. Yet again. <laughs> we would start out just heading towards the place where we saw Perry Vine. As you go, can you notice something break and realize you no longer have a connection to Marigold? We could stop for a moment. Um, he tries to uh, cast Prestidigitation dotation on himself. Nothing happens. I think I'm not gonna be much help. Uh, might need to talk to my patron for a moment. What this is they're doing? I'm not sure. How quick can you make it? I don't think we have a lot of time on our hands. I'm not sure. Might need to have a bit of conversation if they'll let me. Could go on ahead. I'm not going to leave you in the ocean. Go back over the wall. Not going to be any help here if I stay. We'll give you 15, see how it goes. Right. And even if it doesn't go well, I think you should still come with us. You're right in saying you're good with a sword. That's better than nothing. Right, I'll give it 15. And he goes, Do we build the wall back up? We would have. Yeah. 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 He climbs over the wall. Oh. Goes and like sits under a tree. Nell is still there. And so he just looks at you. Well, just figuring something out. Uh, Kian walks, like, <laughs> along the wall. Nell just stares after you, their arms crossed. He finds, like, a little, like, quiet clearing, like, not too far off, but, like, where you can sit down. And he sits down underneath a tree, and he, like, holds his palms together, and, like, inside his head, mm. in Celestial, to Aelin. Aelin, please, I... I'm so sorry. I... I misspoke, and I think... Perhaps you might have misunderstood the intention of some of the words that I said. And... I want... I want to tell you everything. I... I know that I deserve the same silent treatment that I gave you. But if you'd let me explain, perhaps... No, we can discuss this a little bit more. I'm being selfish, but there's somebody that really needs my help right now, and I didn't want to keep anything from you. I was just scared. Your eyes closed? I think I think the yeah. eyes are closed. You feel like you feel something prod at your arm. He opens his eyes. Uh you see Aelin sitting in front of you. There's sort of a a silvery warping of the sunlight that's shining down from the trees. They're mirroring your pose, sitting down. Their arms are crossed. There's doubt on their face. I'm so sorry. Do you know anything of what happened, or should I explain it all? What happened to you, you mean? Yes. 
know a little bit. I mean, sort of talk to your friends or not your friends anymore. Oh. But you told me not to talk about it. I was I hoped maybe if I could ignore it for a little bit. It was selfish. You didn't think maybe I could help you? Or I can try to? Aelin, I've always thought I was a good person. Growing up, I've always heard stories. It was so easy for Nasimar to fall. Yeah, I'm of... not gonna let that happen. I thought if it was so easy. I'm hanging out with the person. I connect with them. Nothing happens. You must be a good person. If we're doing something and nothing happens, it must be a good thing that we're doing. You have aspirations and goals. I don't want to bring you down with me. You're not bringing me down anywhere. I'm not going to tell anyone. Just, I was worried about what I would do to you. Well, it's not your fault. It's his. But I never listened to you. Well, maybe you should start. I'm gonna do my best. Can you promise me something? What? This is between him and me. I need to figure it out myself. I'm angry, perhaps a little bit heartbroken, and I don't want you to interfere. They sort of stare down at the ground as you as you say that, and make their shoulders hunch. Did you do something? They look up to you with a sheepish smile. Aelin, what did you do? I just sort of... I mean, you know, it's not hard to get him in trouble. And I, I might have misled him a little bit. Right, where is he? Well, I don't know. Where was he last? Being arrested? Right, um... This might not be the most important thing right now. There is a girl who needs us. I will talk to you later. So you're sorry. And I'm also sorry. And everything's alright? We can talk more later. You're my friend. And I love you. Might not be happy at your choices right now, but... Well... So, if we're all good for the moment, I do need to help. Alright. Will you help me help? But if you do something like this again, if you, you know, stop talking to me again, it's not gonna be this easy. Anyway, go. Go. Do your thing. It sounds like a good thing. Right. Reach out a hand to you. He takes it. And they, they clasp their other hand around it and sort of squeeze your hand tightly. And when they vanish, uh, Marigold reappears on your shoulder. Gives a little. Make the pigeon sound. sound go? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Scares me. <laughs> Scramble over the wall, and that was fast. Is everything all right? It's, it's better now. Let's go get Hema. So you can do your magic again. Could cast prestidigitation and do a little 
yeah, he makes some little sparkles. <laughs> Alright then, let's go find the child. And Perry. I have a feeling we'll find them at the same time. So you all take off. At this point, you guys went back and forth from these locations so many times that it's it's not hard to find, um, especially with your uh, your map as reference now. You you make your way there. You're fairly certain this is where it was, or at least in this area, and you sort of comb the comb the woods for a little bit. Uh, you don't see her, and you don't see any signs of the golem itself either. Are there any tracks around? You can see tracks. The four of you and Mela, you know, have been here, so yeah, you can't necessarily tell that those tracks are made be- like before or after you visited, because it was, you know, they're recent. But yeah. you were here recently, and you know she was here recently. But like, if this thing was moved, it wasn't dragged off through the dirt. No. All right, shall we check the tree then? And it's not too far. Hope they're still there. Otherwise, we have a goose chase. Kane just starts heading towards the, the tree, the hollow tree. Okay. The berry tree. The berry tree. tree. Uh, it's Mr. Vine, please. He can get a formality when he earns it. <laughs> From a distance, you can sort of hear what sounds like the, the pounding of metal on, on a nail, like hammering. And as you continue to approach, uh, I think Cain will like motion a hand and send Marigold forward just to okay. scout it out. If everybody will stop, you will stop. Yeah. Marigold goes forward, uh, perches on one of the tree branches, and looks down uh, to see Mela uh, continuing to work on the bike, like a reconstruction. It looks a bit smaller, a little bit simpler than what you saw before. It looks almost complete. Has Is anybody else there? No, okay. not that you can see. She's alone, as far as I can tell. She's working on the bike. Well, then let's go talk to her. We don't want to scare her away. Um, do you have an idea of how we should start this conversation? Why won't you at the wall? <laughs> this feels a little... Pointed. I don't think there's really a way not to make it. That's true. Well, you can let me lead the conversation. I think I have a pretty good idea of how I can approach it. I don't think for half a second she is really alone, so let's keep an eye out for our friend, Perry. Right. Mayla is continuing to work. You can see she's wearing goggles, she's wearing gloves. Um, She seems to be in a rush. Not even Henry making a deliberately loud approach so he doesn't spook her. No, I think she still doesn't even hear that. Why, Mela, my dear girl, it's so lovely to see you out here in the woods, still alive. For a moment there, we thought you'd died, and it would be very unfortunate if I had to tell the railroad well, to cancel my offer, considering that the worker that I'd just employed was missing, dead, out in the ocean. But here you are, already at work on a new project. You see her shoulders sort of, like, tense as you start to talk. What's your AC? <gasps> what the fuck kind of question is that? <laughs> What's your AC? 13. Okay. She tenses up as you as you start to speak. And as your words finally trail off, she whips around, and you see her hold out her glove. And there's a, uh, like, circle of metal on it with an insignia burned into it. 
and before you can say anything else, three blasts of fire shoot out towards you. Two of them go just like right past you as she like stares wide-eyed, and one of them hits you uh, on the shoulder and you take four points of fire damage. Before or after my resistance to fire damage? Uh, before. She turns to the rest of you, her hand pointed out, and if you would all like to engage, I'm going to have you roll for initiative. I'm going to engage? <laughs> well, Ox just whips out a gun. Yeah, Ox just like kind of on instinct whips out his gun. Okay. And that's, okay, that's a 21. I mean, hand on sword, but I'm not going to yeah. draw it. Kian holds up both hands. You can take your turn. I'm going to activate it though. Ox is just going to hold. Like, okay. she hasn't moved further since shooting at Henry. Okay. Henry in response just holds out one hand the on the shoulder that has not just been hit by fire. <laughs> Keeps it, like, back. Now, Mela, let's not do anything too hasty. We can still talk things through. I mean, we've met before. Can Two we... more rays of fire shoot out from her, <laughs> from her glove. You take seven <laughs> points of damage in all. As, as two more rays of fire <laughs> hit you, and another one just goes, like, right past your head and... and it's a tree. It doesn't quite catch on fire, but it smolders. That's an 11. <laughs> um, Are you shooting at this child? Yeah, he oh was my aiming God. for the weird bracelet she's got on. Oh. Okay. But that's an 11. An 11? As you, as you fire, she has noticed that you've pulled out a fucking gun <laughs> and just like drops to the ground, like crouches down as you, as you fire. Uh, it just goes over her head, hits the tree behind her. Why are we shooting? We're not. Did someone put you up to this? Or are you being forced? From behind the little workbench she's <laughs> made out here in the woods. You see another one of those golems. This uh, is a different one than it, the one she was working on. Like a big boy? This is like what you saw at the at the hideout. Oh, so like a little guy. Yeah, just a little guy. What the fuck, Mela? Uh, it comes out from behind the bike. Little sparks fly from it. Uh, it kind of looks like after you damaged some of the ones before and they started to malfunction, it looks a bit shoddily made. So I have engaged to disengage. Okay, excellent. <laughs> <laughs> are you just going to stay where you are? No, like do- dodge action? Yeah. Can you back off? Yeah. Just knock her out. We're not going to kill a child. Please don't kill a child. Oh. <laughs> I've activated my sword last turn. I'm gonna go for the golem behind okay. her and smack. And smack? And smack with, you know, a sword. Does a 14 hit? A 14 does hit. Nice. She tries to block you as you lunge forward within range, but right. you are a little better with the sword. Look at me go. It's almost as though I know how to use a sword. Almost. That's 11 points of damage. Okay, you see more sparks fly from it with, with your blows, and it just sort of like sinks into the ground and looks almost just like a natural stone as you as you knock out this little robot in a single blow. I just turn to Mela, who is right beside me at this point. Yeah, she's just looking at it. You see a sort of despair Look, in her eyes. There is no need to fight here. Can. We can talk like adults. I'm gonna cast Charm Person on Mela. Okay. They have to make a wisdom saving throw. Okay. And they do so advantage if we're fighting, which... Oh, yeah. She's, like, hostile to us or whatever. 15. 18. Just, we're not trying to attack right now. And he runs kind of, like, around uh, 
So that he stays like 30 feet away mm-hmm. from her, closer to the stump. Oxy knows that she's like staring at, at Kian as the spell is cast and sort of fails. Ox is also gonna pull back further out 30 feet, kind of towards Kian. Okay. Mela turns around and lifts the, the bike from the workbench and she gets on it and she starts writing. She fucking what me? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I can hit her with Sentinel because she's leaving my. You can, you can do that as a reaction reach. to her. Yeah. Okay. Um. Please. Oh, natural 20. Okay. <laughs> I think you would aim for the bike mm-hmm. and just like take out the oh. front wheel. Thrust the sword straight through. Like, what, are there spokes on the wheels? Need of it? Uh, it's it has like a tire that you could definitely mm. puncture. With yeah, your sword. he aims for that, and okay. there's like a burst of ice, almost like a jagged spear of it mm-hmm. comes out. Okay. Um, oh god, that's a lot of damage. <laughs> yeah, the ice both jams up the, the wheel itself, and all wow, the I'm rolling really high. Shit. 19, 24 <laughs> points of damage. Yeah, it. It stops working. <laughs> I mean, you fuck up the tire really bad. Um, the the ice like plunges through actually some of the the body of it as well, and she's thrown forward uh, over the the handlebars as mm-hmm. as it comes to a very sudden stop. He like breathes out like, a breath of cold air and we'll just walk towards her. Mm-hmm. Can we talk now, please? Are you all holding back? Yeah. Uh, what's your AC? Mine? Mm-hmm. That would be a 14. Okay. You take five points of fire damage as she reaches out again and both the flame hits you. Almost like square in the face, you like sort of fall back as it as it rushes by you. You know I'm getting real sick of your inventions. She fires again. It Can I totally like try and past you. slice at her glove? She know. rolls out of the way as you slash down at the glove. Then with my bonus action, he'll reach out and I'm gonna cast a blood curse, a binding on her, okay. and just sort of freeze the blood in her veins. Okay. <laughs> cool. So she has to make a strength save, and I'm gonna amplify it. You're gonna what? Um, amplify it. That's a three. Yeah. So she freezes solid in place, and y'all kind of see Virgil's ears just kind of start to drip a little blood. Mm. Walks up, I think stays like about like 15 feet away, like hands up still. I can't hold her for long. Is she hurt? No, she's not. She can speak, but I can't hold her forever. Is it possible to get the glove off of her if Henry walks up and tries to take it? <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, you can go up and do that in, in one turn. Now is the time to restrain her. Ox, you tie her down and I'll hold the glove. Ox will uh, take out his rope. Oh my god! <laughs> and, on his belt. Okay. And, uh, we tried. <laughs> we tried to play nice. Um, and he'll grab her arms and pin them back and start pursuing. Okay. She can't break free. Uh, as you do, show, I mean, she's she's unable to to resist. She she just watches. You see fear in her eyes as you tie her arms back. And after he's done tying them, he's just gonna like guide her to sit down, essentially. Okay. I will drop the curse <laughs> once she is tied. Mm-hmm. She just sits there. She looks at all of you. You can see sort of tears welling in her eyes. We just wanted to have a conversation. 
There was no need for that. Are you hurt at all? She shakes her head. Were you being coerced to do this, or was this your choice? It just seems so terribly unlike you. When we met with you last night, you were at least willing to come to the wall with us. What happened? She looks over your shoulder. Doesn't say anything. Kian looks behind. You see, it almost looks like the wisp you saw before. Like a, a sort of black, shadowy being in the shade of the tree. I'm gonna go out on a limb here. Glenn, is that you? It starts to take form. Kian like holds his hands up, takes a step forward, hesitantly. Mm-hmm. Just like watches. He stays there. I mean, he just watches you approach. But is he like a person form now? Yes. What does he look like? It, I mean it looks like him. You see if you see a it looks like a half elf, long brown hair, large brimmed hat, dark green cloak. I didn't think it was you the other night. Still not sure. There's a bit of magic going on. Can you speak at all? Kian? <laughs> he reaches out <laughs> to touch your arm. I think you're about to get fucked up, my take dude. 25 points oh. of necrotic damage. Pain pierces up your, your arm, <laughs> like into your chest. It almost feels like you've been stabbed in the heart. His form flickers. You see him again, but he's, he's crying. You see him again. He's laughing. You all just see a black shadow. Kian just kneels down. Does he cry out at all? I mean, yeah, I'm sure, like, he <laughs> cries out in pain. He, like, falls to his knees. He reaches out again, if he mm-hmm. still looks like him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. Um, um are we allowed yeah. to attack this fellow? Uh, one moment. Oh no! <laughs> Wait, is it attacking Kian again? Yes. Do we see this? Um, yeah, how, how far is Hold this on. from... <laughs> you take... Oh my god. You take 42 <laughs> points of damage. <laughs> yeah, he he critted. As he touched you again, this time with both, both hands, just grasp around you. You feel that pain in your chest again, and then nothing. Um, the rest of you roll for initiative. Was that... Are you dead dead? He's dead dead. Hey, um, what the fuck? So I rolled a 21 initiative. Okay. I rolled a 16. We didn't even get to play drinking games. Kian. Hold on. Wait. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. All right. So what was, what were the numbers? 16 for 150. Actually, I might have resistance. Oh, right. Because you're Asmar. Boy. (laughs) Boy. Not dead dead. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Just forgot. Oh my oh god! Oh my god, <laughs> I was gonna kill you. That was an insane amount of damage, by the way. Yeah. Well, he rolled good. He critted. And Kian just sat there. Yeah. Um, okay, anyway. Holy shit. Um, I'm shaking. Yeah, you all see Kian just fall to the ground. Eyes closed. The, the tattoos on your... Palms. Do they glow? They gold? are like kind of a gold ink. They mm-hmm. glow when you cast magic, mm-hmm. but they're they metallic. They're metallic. They they turn just a dull golden yellow. Uh, Virgil, 
Um, yeah, I'll stand between it and key and, and just hack at it. Natural 20. As you run forward uh, and get between them, uh-huh. it starts to look familiar. No. And now you, you all see, you see for a moment, it looks like a, a young half-elf man, large brimmed hat, cloak. Uh, as Virgil approaches, its form shifts. You see a... God, what's a non-funny word to describe a twinkish man? A svelte figure. <laughs> a, a fucking a dandy? figure with super back hair and, and fine clothes. Looks at Virgil with despair and huge claw marks appear across his chest and Virgil slashes down. Yep, okay, I'll just deal that damage then. <laughs> to him or to me? Just sort of stagger back and just stand over Kian. Okay. Does 15 hit? Well, what do you try to do? Shoot it. <laughs> you pull out your bone arrow and shoot at it and the, the arrow just flies past it. You still see that same man. His shirt is covered in blood. It looks like fatal wounds. Uh, it reaches out for you, Virgil. Grabs you by the arm. Can I attempt to blood curse it with my reaction? Three. Does a minus three bring it below my 14 AC? No, it's not. Fuck! <laughs> uh, it reaches out and grasps you, uh, and you take 17 points of necrotic damage as mm-hmm. you also feel just pain shoot up your arm and in through your chest. Okay. Uh, you don't see any any marks on you, Just it just hurts. Ox. Um, Ox is gonna, well, yeah, Ox is gonna shoot at it. Oh, yeah. The thing you're That's good at. That's an 11 again. <laughs> All right, excellent. Oh, oh. no, you're so sexy. He was, he was shook uh, by Kian. Then, yeah, yeah, that hits. Wow. That's... Wait, what did you roll to hit it? Did I look at the wrong stat? I rolled a 15. Then I looked at the wrong stat. You're embarrassing Henry for nothing. <laughs> Sometimes he needs to get <laughs> off know, his high horn. Okay, yeah, you hit it. Sorry. Do your damage. 11 points of damage. 11 points of damage? Okay. He turns to you. An arrow pierces through him. He steps back. Let's go, Virgil. And then Ox, you fire your gun. Yeah, Ox fires. Hits with an 11. And that's 5 points of damage. Uh, as your gun fires, the figure turns to you and it changes again. You see a... A dark blue tiefling, darker than, than Perry Vine was. The bullet goes right through its chest, and it looks back at you with much, just shock. Let's just fuck these boys up. Kim, make a death saving throw. Roll an extra 20. Roll an 20 and get back up and do something cool. 13. What part of your life flashes before your eyes as you lie on the ground here? He's young. Just sitting on a beach, just watching the ocean. It's peaceful here. You have a sense that there's something you're supposed to be doing, but you don't really remember what it is. So you just look out over the ocean. Virgil. Now in front of you, you see a young tiefling man. Is it still holding me? No. Okay. It's facing Ox. Yeah, I'm gonna aim, I don't know, for its side. Stop wearing our friend's faces. Oh, a terrible roll. It just, it almost seems to like flicker and appear just out of your your range um, for a moment mm. as you as you slash down at it. 
Henry. Aside from changing appearance, has anything changed about its demeanor? No, it just looks, um, like, shocked and afraid. Then I'll shoot it again. What? <laughs> oh no, we're still good. That's a 12. <laughs> okay, yeah, that is. That's also a 12. 12 damage? Henry being the kind of man he is, he aims for the heart. You shoot it through the heart. The arrow actually goes through the figure and, and sticks in the tree behind it. But you see it, it flicker again, and it changes faces rapidly between those three that you saw before. And finally, it, it settles. And you see the man you knew as, as Perry Vine, the older tiefling that was with Mela. And he looks down at where now is a, a bleeding wound right where you hit him. And he looks back at you with a sort of broken, sad expression and then vanishes. Rushing right over to Keen to heal him. <laughs> no hesitation. I'm here to cast Cure Wounds on The daddy, the way that this thing disappeared, did it look like what happens when you kill like a wisp or like a fae? Um, did it look more like a teleport? Roll, roll, I guess this would be an arcana. Except I rolled terrible, so nine. It's not there. Mm-hmm. Cool. Sword is still out. Because it's 1d8 plus your spellcasting ability modifier, and Henry's is negative one. Uh, <laughs> what? Are you serious? You get one point for Kian. Kian gasps, I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, sits up. Where is he? Now, what you were seeing was another apparition. Just like what tricked Virgil when we were in the forest earlier. Which is why I told you not to get too close to things. When I call out your name, I'm saying that so that you don't get close to the thing. Perhaps you should just all start listening to me more often. It's gone, it just vanished. Did anybody figure out what it was? I don't know, but it's not anyone we know. Are you alright? Going to be better. Is Mela still here? Yeah, so you had tied Mela's hands behind her, correct? Yeah. She's still sitting where you left her. She's sort of like drawn back a little bit during the, the fight. She's just like, she's crying. Just tears running down her face. She looks scared. Look, we're not going to hurt you. I'll put the sword back in its sheath, but like keep a hand on it so it's still frosty. Mm-hmm. That thing, whatever you thought it was, it wasn't anything good. We were, we were just trying to you didn't have to try to stop us. Look, we came here to talk and you shot first. That does not exactly scream friendly or civil. Why did you do that, Mela? You weren't gonna let me go. Well, that would be breaking a promise. We told you to let you go if you didn't want to come. As long as you saw your family. And you were doing it of your own free will. How close is Virgil to Kian right now? I'm right next to you. Kian. <laughs> what the fuck is up, Kyle? Are you- what is up? Just do it, pull the trigger, Piglet. Kian, he looks a bit glassy-eyed. He grabs your hand and he bites you. What the fuck? <laughs> what? Hey, really quick, what the hell? And you take four points of damage. What the fuck, Kian? <laughs> He's gone feral. <laughs> what the hell, dude? Don't you walk away from the table. You get back here and you play D&D with me. <laughs> um, 
Mayla just like Mayla just like yells like ah as, <laughs> as Kian just chomps on your hand. Um, four points of damage. Yeah. Um, he rips his hand away and looks at you incredulously. Kian has two little fangs. Ow! Why? Mayla stands I... up and starts to back away. Someone grab her. <laughs> Ox oh. is gonna sheath his gun and hold her by the arm. Kian oh, the arm. Yeah. yeah. Looks like like suddenly he came to his senses and he scrambles back. Are you going to bite me again or are we good? Don't want to bite you again. Please but are don't. you going to? No. What the hell was that? Perhaps it's a matter we should discuss later, but we'll leave it on the table. That was a roll for knowing what the fuck was happening. <laughs> <laughs> Daddy, can we all just roll for context? <laughs> roll for understand, please. <laughs> it's all intelligence. You can make like an intelligence roll if you want to just sort of do a basic. Nine. Nine. I have some notes to take, but um, it looks like your new companion just bit your other new companion. <laughs> Kian, why don't you stay with Delilah for a minute? She can teach you all about not biting things that are not supposed to be bitten. Meanwhile, Ox, why don't you bring Mela over here and we can continue our conversation a little ways away from Kian. For a moment. Sorry, Kian. He is standing shocked, like looks a little disgusted. He's got like a shawl. I don't really know what to call it that his belt is under and he's like put like one hand under it, grabbing at something. All right, um, we'll talk about that later. Mela is just staring at, at Kian with wide eyes. Ox will kind of walk her over to the side away from Kian and like <laughs> be in between them. Oh, sorry, you're left alone with the coyote. Can you tell us about your decision to stay? Why would you not be interested in the offer that Henry made you? I was very serious about that railroad offer. It's not the same. I mean, I, t- I told you. We were, we just wanted to go where we wanted to go. I mean, he, he was, he'd been trying to do it for so long. You know, we were, we were getting somewhere. We were getting somewhere. Now, Mela. I spent a lot of time in the ocean. You were watching that fight, weren't you? What did you see? Harry, what did he look like? I don't, I don't know. A lot of things. He looked like a lot of things, exactly. But that doesn't mean it's not him. I mean, it was him in the end. You're right, it is Perry. But that's just the trouble if you stay in the ocean and you never come back. You forget who you are. You become things that you don't want to be. Well, I think he was just scared because you were attacking him. If you'll recall, both of you struck first. What excuse do you have for that? Your friend? He wouldn't leave us alone. Virgil, I don't think it's going to do any of us any good to be pointing fingers back and forth here. You know, we could go on and on about you didn't want us to leave and you broke a promise and etc etc. But I really have to ask you, do you want to forget yourself like that? All the way out here? It wasn't going to happen. That's what they all say. I bet Perry said that too. Now, unfortunately, we did make a promise to bring you back. 
I was hoping it'd be under more amicable circumstances. She just stares down at the ground. She's still crying. She doesn't make any moves. Just sits there. We'll see what we can do when we get back. You won't be talking to your parents alone now. I know we haven't made a very good impression overall, but maybe we can make a better one in the future. We'll let bygones be bygones. And I'll forget that you've singed my cloak. You see, she just faintly smiles at that. Well, let's be getting back before we get trapped in the dark. Henry's cute. <laughs> How's Keen doing? 20 feet away. 20 feet away. Hand over mouth. Lila at heel. <laughs> Lila at heel. Kian uses a healing spell. Heals himself. Um, I think, like, towards the end of the conversation, Virgil, you feel... I what? You feel, like, eight points. You were healed eight you, points yeah. of damage, I think is yeah, what that is. Mate, I had sorry. eight points left. I thought you just fucking... No, <laughs> no sorry. <laughs> that was badly spoken. Took me out. No, you're you're healed for eight points. I glow a little. Well, he stands, like, back against the tree, kind of, like, still. He looks, like, a little bit glassy-eyed. And he just kind of stays there. Yeah, you all turn around to see Delilah and Kian standing over next to the tree. Mela stands up if you if you try to bring her forward. She doesn't fight. She's still crying. Yeah. She's just staring down at the ground. Now, Kian, I don't think you're getting out of an explanation. But really, it still isn't the time. So I think let's perhaps make our way back and talk to Nell. I think they've gone long enough with of knowing the whereabouts and life of their child. Kian just nods. Head back to the wall. Is Mela still tied up? Are her arms still tied back? Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. Just in case she tries to run. Yeah. Yeah. Kian stays at least 10 feet away. I think at one point, Virgil, he gets like within 10 feet for a second. And like you feel like a little bit of magic as he just like cleans up all of the blood that is on you. Goes away. You know you you don't have to stay so far back. It's alright. Heather, stay back right now. You know, for me at least this doesn't change much. Okay, and I do apologize <laughs> if I made it seem like you're an outcast or something. Really I mean, I wasn't the first, the one bitten, but it wouldn't be the first time I've seen someone bite someone else. Well, then we'll talk about it right now. If that's fine. Well, I already told you we don't need an explanation just now. Like I said, you know, ask Delilah. She's not always much of a talker, but we did have to have a talk about biting, so it could definitely help. Let's not compare Kian. No, no offense, Delilah, but to the coyote. Don't mean it in a rude way. We've had conversations before. She's quite intelligent. No, I, I assumed as much, but let's let's just get back to Weymarsh. It hasn't been that long since you left. You take down the, the little portion of the wall that's been rebuilt so many times. Mela sort of holds back as you as you start to lead her to it. Alex kind of stops with her 
how close does she allow us to get? Right to it. Now, you know, it would be very hypocritical of us to say that Mela hasn't honored an agreement. We aren't ones to honor our own agreement. Why don't we grab Nell and have them come over here to meet us before Mela steps over the wall? Uh, I agree. Perhaps we should untie her. Promise you won't go around in all. I promise. Maybe check and make sure she doesn't have any more weapons on her. Ox, if you would, dear. She, like, sort of motions as best as she can, like, just with her arms to uh, the couch on the belt at her side. Uh, and you find a decker there. Um, he'll also, like, does she have boots on? Yeah, she has boots. Yeah, he'll check the boots, too. You find, like, a screwdriver, but no weapons. I mean, I guess those could be you weapons. Could... You find tools. <laughs> Ox will hold on to him. He puts them all in one hand. I promise I'll give them back, just for now. You'll get them before you leave. And he'll untie her hands. Shakes out her arms a little bit. Sighs. Cross them over her chest and just waits there. Look, I don't mean to be presumptuous, Henry, but I'm sure we could still work something out if you're amenable. Would you prefer a job over staying here in Inosh? A fresh start, maybe? Sure. You know, you have the rest of your life to figure it out. You don't have to know everything right now. Yeah. Just start taking rocks down, then. Uh, as you do, she uh, turns to, to Ox. And just quietly, as you all are, are deconstructing the wall. Could you, if it's not too dangerous, could you bring my things back here? I know they got pretty destroyed, but the back and I worked hard on it. Maybe you can do something with it. You can't tell me you're not going to repair that. It's not really a point. Look, I'm, I'm not going to let them keep you here. That wasn't my intention. I, I think it's important that you say goodbye to anybody relevant in your life, but you're allowed to make your own choices and want to leave. You should just do it in a way that you won't regret later. It's nice of you to say, but I can't do it alone. You can take the back. You take it on the wall. Step over it. Nell is sitting against a tree on the other side. They they turn around as you as you step over and, and stand up. So they see Mela on the other side. Uh, they they rush forward and stop pretty suddenly on the Enosh side of the wall and sort of look her over. She stands up straight, uh, but stares at the ground. You coming over? And she looks at you, Ox, and then uh, steps over the wall, and Nell hugs her very tightly. You can see they almost look like they're about to cry, and she just stands there, sort of steps back to, to look at her again, makes sure she's not hurt one more time, and looks at the rest of you. Thank you, y'all. All right. What, what happened? We're all right. She was just held up. They look back at Mila. Coming home? 
She nods. Now looks back at the rest of you. Thank you. Um, we're gonna just get settled. Your stand at the, the Sunflower Inn, right? I, I promise I'll come back repay the favor. Uh, tomorrow, if that's all right. I think that's all right. It gives you plenty of time to speak with your daughter about. Well, I think it is time you have a talk with her. I think she has something she wants to get off her chest. Now, sort of like smiles and nods. I mean, they look intensely relieved, but uh, every time they look at Mela, she hasn't really moved. She's silent. You see the concern is sort of taking over. Start to lead her home. Ox crosses back over the wall. He just starts going. But he's going back to that damn bike. Henry will run up after him. <laughs> his, after all of that healing, is Virgil still bleeding at all? You heal, you like pressed out away the blood. He is still bleeding ever so slightly from his ears. I'd rather not get too close if you're still looking at those gestures. <laughs> not quite used to it. Don't see much blood as a way through them? Well, is pretty safe. I'm not angry with you. I'm a little bit disgusted at myself right now. I think we all struggle with control from time to time. You did not choose to do that. You didn't do it consciously. I saw you. You weren't really there. It's a little too much after everything that happened. She did get hit rather hard. Are you sure you're alright? Did... They changed after. They did. Twice. What they look like at the end? What we saw when we met Perivine. So, thrice, I suppose. Right. He kind of shakes his head and I think he he casts Cure Wounds on Virgil. You go to cast it and he just kind of holds up the hand. It's really not going to make a difference. I appreciate it, but it's not the wounds, it's me. To get used to it? Guess he takes a step forward, but like, he stays like at least five feet away. What did they look like to you that had you so thrown? They looked like someone I knew, someone I cared about. Not your patron? Friend, so I hope. You're not sure now? Might be. He might have been more than a friend once. I'm not really sure where we stand right now. But it wasn't him. I'm not sure it was anyone. Not really sure either. Has this the blood thing always been a problem for you? It's more recent than that. More recent than your magic deal? Or is it related? It's definitely not related. It's... I got hurt out in the oceans. When I woke up, I was like this. You were out in the oceans by yourself before this? It's expensive to travel by train. It was never really a problem before. I think he cast Disguise Self on him and 
his hair turns like a golden and there's like a like a halo around um in the hair it's just like a straight it's mm-hmm. kind of reminiscent of a halo it's a little bit easier if you have a little bit of celestial influence to travel safely don't really feel that anymore and your your patron was not around to protect you well, they did what they could. I'm not sure exactly what I am, but I'm not quite undead. There's something going on. You know, you were possibly the most interesting waiter I've ever met. And I've met quite a few. I've been to many places. I try. He just kind of falls silent. I think he is looking everywhere but, like, at Virgil's <laughs> face. Butterboys, you go off into the into the woods, into the oceans. As they're walking back to the location of Mela's bike and Gollum, Henry would probably be rambling. Now I knew there was something unusual about that hairy vine. Just didn't seem like, well, much of a good thing. Definitely wasn't like a wisp, but a stronger wisp. A more nefarious wisp, almost. Of course, who would be just going north as a cartographer? I mean, let's be real here. He doesn't even know what he's talking about at this point. Probably completely lost his mind. Who knows what he was going to do with Mela? Like, I mean, I don't want to completely remove the girl's free will. She has free will. She's practically an adult at this point. However, I don't think it's very good to go wandering off into the ocean led by a strong wisp ghost man. If he even is a man or a he, we have no idea. I'm not even sure if he's entirely dead. I hope he is. I don't want to encounter him again. I don't think you do either, Ox. Ox has been chain-smoking cigarettes (laughs) (laughs) since... Mela leaving. <laughs> um, he, like, does not look like he has paid attention to really any of the words you've said. <laughs> Why do you think he, it, whatever it was, changed so many times like that? Well, didn't you see Ox? It was changing every time it was attacked by a different person. Again, <laughs> it was the hat, and then a Virgil. Well, I got a good book at that one when I shot at it. It was a man with a, you know, a human man with a big gash over his chest like he should be dying, but he definitely wasn't dying at that point. And then, well, I actually came to ask you about that when he attacked you. Turned into a tiefling, rather handsome one. Not as handsome as myself, but a pretty good-looking tiefling. Definitely not Perry Vine. So I'm just a little curious if you have any connections with other tieflings. Previous connections, Ox starts puffing more at his cigarette and walking a little faster. <laughs> I can tell it's a sore subject for you. Maybe we can come back to it another time. Unless you'd rather talk about it, because if you're in emotional distress, I want to know about it. How close are we to the bike now? <laughs> oh, look, the bike is ready. <laughs> oh, look, Henry, the bike. It's highly damaged. 
but uh, it was damaged by ice, right? Uh, ice and also a blade was plunged into it. Um, yeah, Ox will try to, you know, wiggle it out of whatever ice is still mm-hmm. stuck in it. Yeah, you can, you can wrench it out. Cool. Does the front wheel roll enough to push it like that? How bad is it? <sighs> no, I think it's completely non-functional. Hell, this is going to be a pain in the ass to carry back. Maybe just choose your favorite pop? Uh, what... What looks salvageable on this bike? Um, I'll do a roll. What would this be? Investigation? Let's see. Say it's a two. Sorry I critted it so hard. Yeah. <laughs> is that a one? No, that's a ten. Okay. The, the back is pretty alright. You see there's like a motor attached to it. The back wheel is alright. I think the motor is probably the most interesting thing you could you could salvage from this. Yeah. Yeah, Ox will start disassembling. He did return the things to Mela, by the way, before she left. But he has his own screwdriver. He what? So he has his own screwdriver. Okay. So he would pull that out and start trying to pry the motor off okay. as cleanly as he could. The pieces themselves are well made, but you can tell it was all put together very quickly. So it's not hard to remove this. Yeah, once he pries the motor off, he's just gonna quietly start walking back towards camp. I assume Henry's still kind of chattering a little bit at him behind. So you're really not going to tell me about the other tiefling? Ox kind of stops. (laughs) He's just holding this motor. He was uh, somebody I used to know. Like a friend, or a... Yeah, but more than that, kind of an ex, but not really. Oh. An important ex, then? Yeah, probably the most important one. You were married? Not that far. Oh. It was, it was a long time ago when we were young, but I think he was my first love. Well, that's so sweet. Unfortunately, you had a falling out. I wish, but he's not alive anymore. Oh. My condolences. Fox kind of just continues walking. (laughs) Henry's not chattering after that. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. You found the way. So you both walk back. Yeah. Alright, you go head back to the inn. You are welcomed with open arms. You settle in? Not quite yet. Can. <laughs> Wait, where <laughs> is this conversation uh, happening? Yeah. Are, we in, are we in, like, the tavern? We're in our... A room. Ox and Henry have a room, and uh, Virgil and Keen have a room, if that's okay with y'all. Yeah. Then I'd say before we split off to our separate rooms... Right, so Keen. When I said earlier that we needed to come back to our previous conversation... I did want to ask about the biting bit. I'm sorry to compare you to Delilah earlier. I really didn't mean it as any sort of an insult. It's okay. I understand. So about the biting, then? It was in an accident. He's looking down at his feet. <laughs> you don't really have to talk about it if you don't want to. Do you at least have an idea of what triggered it? 
I mean, I've said this before, but if we could try to keep blood inside our bodies, it would be grand. Again, I am sorry about that. Right. I, I can't really control it. Just, if you start bleeding, could you take a distance from me? Let me know. I can heal you. I can do that, yes. Anybody. It's... Sounds reasonable enough. That's very good to know. And hey, you know, if it's a smell thing, I have a wonderful selection of perfumes when we get to somewhere. You can try some. Maybe that'll work. I... Still trying to figure it out. Hoping I know somebody in somewhere who might be able to help a little bit, so... Depending on your affliction, also might know somebody who can... So the both of you know magical healers, then. Or people who are familiar with magic and healing at the same time, who are good at it. Well, now I'm curious. What kind of person are you talking about? Depends on what kind of affliction you got going on. Why are you being so secretive? It's, uh, not really public information, I guess, but there are vampires that exist. Might be a little bit related. It seems to fit the theme, yes. Not 100%, but definitely related. Do you know in somewhere? She, uh, she runs an inn and tavern, actually. Uh, a woman named Simone. We'll be talking about the same person then. She was who I wanted to seek out anyways, so... Two birds, one stone. Perfect. Chose the right group to travel with. If you'll still let me. Well, if you're going to lead us right to a magical healer, I think you are more than welcome in this party. I wouldn't say she's a, a healer per se, but... I don't think she can do anything to help you, Henry, other than maybe point us in the right direction. What, is there some sort of curse going on with you now? It's alright if there is, it's just, should we know about it? Because if you're going to end up biting us too, that might be an issue. Goodness, I'm not going to end up biting you. I'm a little surprised you haven't noticed. Oxalis noticed right away. I'm cursed. But not in the way that, if you're cursed, can. Not that way. Not the biting people kind of way. More of the... My lifespan is significantly shortened sort of curse. When you say significantly, how long are we talking? That is an excellent question I would love to know the answer to. Wonderful. So we are headed to somewhere then, perhaps more quickly than we planned? If it could be somewhat expedited, that would be exceptional. However, I don't think that I'm necessarily at risk of dropping dead at any given moment. There is a visual cue, so I know that I'm not at the point of immediate death. So is this something we should be looking out for? You should be looking out for magical heroes. People who know things about curses and getting rid of them. But it's not transferable, at least as far as I know. I meant more along the lines of, will we be able to tell when you are at death's door? I hope it doesn't get to that point, but I'll let you know when we're getting close. Wonderful. You're not cursed either, are you? No. As just, far as I know. Just what we talked about, the actual tangible issue. Yeah. Okay. You're not cursed, are you? Not as far as I know. Right. It's good to know. Two out of four. 
I'm practically not even cursed. Doesn't even affect my daily life. Just a long term. And future planning. <laughs> this virtual face palm. <laughs> yes, okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know about you all, but I could use a drink after all this. I think I could use more than one drink. That sounds good, actually. I'd love to go down to the bar. Are you all staying at the Sunflower Inn? They have a, you know, they have drinks, they have a tavern. Yeah. Um, but there are other taverns in town. It's up to you. Yeah, I mean, I think. I think one would be better. <laughs> <laughs> if we went elsewhere, yeah. Okay. Yeah, you guys head down uh, downstairs. There's a small crowd. Um, it's it's starting to be dark outside. It's evening. People are coming in for uh, both for dinner and for drinks. If you want, you can find a table uh, at this point that's like in a corner. If you're feeling more social, there's also space at the bar. Corner. 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 <laughs> God, yeah. All right, yeah, you guys make your way through the crowd um, and um, sit in the back corner. Gwen comes up to you, holds out a little, like, notepad. So? We're having around with something. Anyone have preferences? I'll have some meat. The cider here is quite good. Hmm. Well, you don't have a wine list, do you? Gwen, like, reaches into the little pocket in their um, apron and, and pulls out, like, a list, hands it to you. It says, wine, red, white. <laughs> Couldn't say that. <laughs> it was about the delivery. You couldn't have to tell me which region these are from. Could you? They're both Brazilian wines. And uh, do you know about wines? Do you know about fine wine? My family is a bunch of wine hoes. So but for, like, for this. The, in, in the game. Oh, in game. Okay. <laughs> yeah, in game. I mean, also that. <laughs> we also know stuff about wine. Brazilian wine is, like, the good stuff. The good stuff. Well, I guess if that's what you have, I'll take a white. All right. I'll, uh, I'll take a whiskey. On the rocks? Yes, please. Uh, Gwen writes it all down, please. Not long before you all have your drinks in front of you. The tavern is cozy and soft time of talking from the crowd. So we are leaving tomorrow, yes, if we have to hurry to deal with all of these issues? Well, we gotta meet with Nail first. Right, but after that... Probably best to keep going. We could leave later afternoon. There's a few things I'd like to grab while we're here. I don't know if we have... A chance in somewhere. Have some shopping to do? Shopping, pretty much. Alright. Hope to say goodbye to Gwyn for employing me here. How long is the train ride to somewhere? It can be a week. The trains aren't completely reliable as far as how long it'll take. Um, sometimes they're stopped. They are pretty commonly malfunctions. People generally ballpark their their trip time, so about a week. And are there like stops along the ley lines, or is that just like if we get held up by something? Otherwise, there's, it's just like a. There's usually travel? a couple stops for uh, like mechanical reasons. Okay. I don't think there's but time. there's not a there's yeah. not a like specific island on this line that it that it stops by mm-hmm. before it gets to somewhere. Yeah. It's been some time since I've arranged for train tickets. 
Do we have to worry about that, Henry? Train tickets shouldn't be a problem. They will know you by face then at the station? Well, not exactly sure if this particular station will know me by face, but we'll get them acquainted. Right. You should have papers. That's true. I suppose they will know who you are, so... Not like anyone else's papers could be mistaken for mine. Are they fancier than normal? I think it's more about the name than the type of paper. Just a guess. <laughs> I don't know how they make rich boys' papers. I don't exactly know how they make anyone else's papers, but I assume mine is unique. Henry, <laughs> you would assume. <laughs> Your papers are very unique. <laughs> pulls out his paper and it's literally just a sheet of gold. <laughs> <laughs> it's printed in gold on the gold paper. Yeah, <laughs> shade of his skin. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Gwen comes by, asks if you want to top him off or do you want anything else? Something new? I'll take another round. And same thing? I think so. Yes. Henry's only like half done with a singular glass of wine. Yeah. <laughs> Excellent. Um, yeah, Gwen leaves, comes back with uh, new drinks, uh, does come back with the bottle of wine and sort of offer it to you if you want to top off your glass. No, I should be just fine with it. Right. What I have, thank you. All right. He leaves. And if we're going to be traveling together for a week, longer, hopefully. Love to get to know all of y'all a little bit more. Might be kind of nice. I suppose over drinks is perhaps the most comfortable we'll get. Better to do it now than when we're, you know, stuck on a train together or... I suppose we can go to my house when we get to somewhere. Might be a little cramped, but I'm sure we'll know each other very well by then. Guess it's best to get comfortable now then. Does anybody know any drinking games? Well, uh, there's always never have I ever (laughs) 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 You knocked our DM out of their chair. (laughs) Sorry, sorry. Carry on. How exactly does that work? I have not done this much. Well, uh, never have I ever you state something you've never done and if Anybody in the group has done it, they take a drink. I guess I could start. Uh, never have I ever paid for a train ticket. He told you he's never paid for a train ticket. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, Ox knew that about Henry. Mm-hmm. How did you get here then, Virgil? Well, I mean, I, Orna's in the stables. Just rode along. She's rather good protection. Interesting. Kind of a long ride, isn't it? Depends on where I was coming from. Dawning? That would be the place, yes. It's not too far off. We are rather close. Still, Orna's a very impressive creature. Made it all the way over here. She's descended from a special stock. She could be classified as fate touched. Well, I guess we'll go next. Can't really think of anything right now that I've never done. We'll come back to that later. But uh, drink up if you're 27. And he like looks at Virgil. Alright, if you're going to be pointed about it. 
a drink to take a drink. Ox also takes a drink. Henry joins you in taking a drink. <laughs> <laughs> take a drink, aka the smallest sip you've ever seen. <laughs> we're playing this right. Yes? We're, so we're all 27. Yeah. Isn't that rather young for an elf? Yeah, it is. Seems a little weird. 27 years is still 27 years. I just meant the fact that all of us right here are 27. This is a strange coincidence, yes. Interesting. Oh, I suppose if we're going around, then, um, all right. Never have I ever gotten a tattoo. Ox takes a drink. Ox takes a big drink. (laughs) (laughs) Really? Wait, does Henry take a drink? Mm-hmm. Ooh, so all of you. What's your tattoo? Which one of them? Uh, Ox takes off his gloves, and you can see on his knuckles there's barbed wire on both of them. And on the right hand, it says rough hands. On the left, it says soft heart. <laughs> oh my god! That's the one you chose to show off? <laughs> well... It's probably one of the easiest to see other than, and he tucks down the handkerchief at his neck and you can see a red circle on his throat and what looks like the mouth of a snake approaching the circle. Yes. Nice. What about you? Well, I can't exactly show it off, not here. Fucking knew it. (laughs) What is it? I come from Darling and figured I'd get a nice phoenix tattoo. Where is it? I know I don't normally change in front of you, but it takes up the majority of my back. I did not go for cheap. I wouldn't think you would. <laughs> the detail is exquisite. If we ever get to that point, remind me to show it to you in detail. Mostly just got these two. And he holds up his hands. Did you get them as statues, or is it more of a, your patron gave them to you? I guess it's a little bit of cheating. I did get them from my patron. He kind of like shrugs for a second and lifts up his leg and pulls up his pants to show a bouquet of flowers tattooed on his ankle. What type of flowers? They're asphodel flowers. I also got these ones. Ox, Ox's eyes lingered for a second <laughs> at the ankle. Yeah, it's wow, really scandalous. Yeah. Now let's see. I feel like by comparison, I've done a lot of things. Hmm. Back where? Not just in general. I mean, hmm. You can't say something that you have done. All right. Instead of never have I ever, I have gotten engaged. Keen does not take a drink. <laughs> Ox does not take a drink. Verbal takes a little sip. What does that mean? It means I'm not sure. But I don't think I'm drunk enough yet to talk about that. Hmm. Congratulations, I think. Is it happy news? It's happened news. So it's not quite still standing? The engagement? No. I'm sorry to hear that. Don't be. Was it with that ex of yours? Which one? (laughs) (laughs) You know which one. The the reason why we have to be careful on the trains. Maybe I shouldn't have brought it up. (laughs) (laughs) 
seems like something that might be a little bit relevant. Relevant to our travel plans. You're not wanted by the law, are you? Goodness no. I thought I've broken the law before. I don't know, we just met. Well if I've broken the law, I wouldn't be so brazenly approaching random citizens. Just why are we worried about the trains? Look, I have an ex and she hates me, I think. I've been avoiding her for a while now, but I do know that one of my fathers, they won't tell me which one, one of them, though, gave her a job on the railroad, and of course she chose the line between somewhere and dawning, the only line which I really have any reason to travel on the regular. And she's an engineer, so we won't see her as long as we're not, you know, going up to the front of the train for funsies. So if we ever stop for mechanical issues, stay at the caboose. Actually, not back there. That is also an important part of the train. Stay in the middle. <laughs> Should we just disguise you? No, I'll be fine. Right. Is this a danger? No. At least not to you. I'm sure she'll try and hit me. But <laughs> the rest of you will be fine. Right. Noted. We just don't want to get thrown off because I'm your ticket. If we're not buying physical tickets. So keep her from hitting me. Or at least throwing us off the train. And we'll be fine. I'm glad that we are playing this game. This seems like pretty useful information. Well, I would have told you tomorrow before we got on board. That's more fun to learn about it this way, though. We'll have to hear more about Virgil's ex next time. Perhaps not now. Insight not check. Yet. What? Insight check. I just want about what? Like, and whenever someone insight checks, you roll. Yeah. 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 Trying to insight, so I know what to roll. Trying to. Tell if it's a sad or an angry, not wanting to talk about it. But I. Mm. How the fuck do I even. You gotta beat an eight. Don't overestimate me. Ha <laughs> ha! Natural one! Please. <laughs> I think it's a bit of both. Mm. And can I. If it's okay, because you got a natural one. Yeah. Can I say. Yes, you can. Okay. You also can tell that this. Is both is upsetting. Yeah. Sad, angry. <laughs> yeah, it's mad. You see sad. Yeah. You see madness across <laughs> across Virgil's face. I have both shot myself in the foot and committed a gaffe. Ox, you I'm sure have lots of things you have not done. <laughs> uh, I don't know about that. Uh, Just say a question. I guess drink up if. You ever have broken the law, and Ox will take another big sip and finish his fucking glass. Virgil will finish his. <laughs> and kind of like look over towards Gwen, 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 Gwen um, and ask yeah. for another round. Gwen comes up, takes takes your glass, looks over, and notices Virgil's is empty He'll as well. Pull that out to him. Cain takes a small sip and passes his glass to. Is it empty? Okay. Gwen sort of eyes you for a moment, raises his eyebrows. Right. Okay. <laughs> Goes off and comes back. Places your drinks. Alright, uh, I guess it's me this time. Never have I ever kissed a girl. Henry takes a drink. Ox takes a drink. Virgil doesn't. Interesting. <laughs> Take notes. He just like He takes a sip anyway. Like, not, not because just, just wanted a sip. 
Never have I ever skipped school. Ox takes a turn. Henry takes a turn. Keen takes a turn. We got all three of you. <laughs> kind of sounds like you're a bit of a goody two shoes. Never cut any classes. Never just no. once. I think my parents might have killed me. There were sticklers for the rules. Ah. Those kinds of parents. I understand that. I cut class because of my parents. I don't think I would have been brave enough. No, I mean they asked me to skip a couple. I see. Other matters to attend to, you know? The school only lets you miss so many. So sometimes you just leave. (laughs) Sounds awful freeing. I guess it was nice. I don't know, attending ceremonies as a child is really the most exciting thing. Oh well. Gets you out of history. If that's something you want. You read a lot of books, Henry? Copious amounts. What kind of books? (laughs) (laughs) Well, just about anything that interests me, really. I've always been interested in what's going on in the ocean and a little bit of a mechanical nature, but... Magic is a little more my speed. Magic, history, surprisingly enough, political relations between islands. I was involved in my parents' work before I left, owning a railroad. You know, you get to know a lot of people from a lot of places, interact with a lot of things, and you you don't want to be the one person in the room who doesn't know anything culturally. Look like an idiot. The last thing I'd want to look like is an idiot. I don't think you've ever struck me as an idiot. That's any comfort. Well, thank you. Ox just takes a drink. <laughs> now I'll say, never have I ever made a deal with a fae I regret. No deals amongst us? Or at least none that we regret? Can't think of any deals I've made with a fae. None on my end. Are you saying this because you made a deal with a fae? Or that you've never made any deals? I'm saying I've never made a deal with a fae I regret. All right. Fair point. Keen kind of, like, looks thoughtful for a minute, turns towards Virgil. Never have I ever kissed someone and then immediately excuse myself. I apologize for that. No, drink up. Takes a big drink. Oxwell <laughs> <laughs> also takes a drink. <laughs> Miracle goes... Is that, uh, is that how you two met? Decidedly not. Just a few nights in. A week? It was more a week. Did you meet with the intent of kissing, or was it more <laughs> of a byproduct of being in the same proximity as one another? Well, seeing as I was staying at this inn and Kian worked as a waiter, it was not my intention to hit on the staff, so... You initiated it? No. Right. Technically, yes. <laughs> but we were both drunk. It's, it's in the past. This is the man who brought it up. <laughs> I'm trying to get him to drink. What if we played a different game? You mentioned the second one. What was it? Uh, two truths and a lie. And I have some thoughts. Might be almost ready to go to bed soon, but do one or two. One round? I think one single round should suffice. Alright. Ox will finish off his third drink and ask for a fourth. (laughs) Uh, You really have to drink with this one, right? 
Not with this one, but I am going to try to get some bread. Quinn comes by with a drink already in hand. Replaces <laughs> yours. Excellent. Two glasses. <laughs> yeah. And Quinn knows what's up. So it's as simple as the title, right? Yeah. the light? Yes. Quinn comes back, puts a glass of water next to the... <laughs> the whiskey. <laughs> Ox will take a sip of water. <laughs> Alright. I am not actually left-handed. My favorite color is blue. And I am better with a quill than a sword. Hmm. Any guesses? Um, can I ask which hand has Virgil been drinking with? Yeah, roll an insight check. I will say that you have seen him using his sword with his left hand. Yeah, I know about right I know hand. about sword left hand. Seven. <laughs> That's higher than your seven. So Ox I don't think you've noticed. Yeah, Ox didn't pay attention then. I don't think you're better with a quill than with a sword. I don't think your favorite color is blue. And do you look, Silas? I don't think you're left-handed. One of us is right. <laughs> the lie was that my favorite color is blue. What's your favorite color? That's not part of the game. But no, I'm not actually left-handed. I've got one. I grew up on a farm, can play the mandolin, and I have two younger sisters. I don't think you can play the mandolin. Right. You don't strike me as a farm boy. Right, fair enough. You'll have to forgive me, I would very much love if you played the mandolin, so I'm going to say that you do not have two sisters. That would be correct. No siblings. You're an only child. As far as I know. Must have been a lot of hard work on the farm, man. I didn't mind it too much. But I didn't stay too long. Have to go off and learn to play the mandolin? Exactly. Well, uh, I guess that leaves it up to me. I have a tattoo on my ass. <laughs> I can smoke a full body Corona sized cigar in about 20 minutes. <laughs> Oh, this is just using this to brag. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I've had a 2,500 gold bounty on my head before. Am I allowed to answer? That's a no. Well, only 2,500. You already know one of those is the truth, but which one do you think is a lie? Perhaps you should answer last and give us a chance. I think your bounty was higher. The first one. I think that 2500's a low ball. That one was true. It was only 2500. Why was I can't smoke a full-bodied cigar <laughs> in 20 minutes? Really? Takes closer to 45. No <laughs> <laughs> savoring it, I see. Well, it's it's a lot heavier if it's full-body, you see. <laughs> It's, it's got a lot more flavor, it's, it's more potent, it's just going to take a lot longer. What if I talk while you're smoking? Well... Closer to half an hour? Maybe. <laughs> Depending on what Henry's talking about. Alright, do you have any for us? Well... Yes, Mr. Godlove. Give us your truths and a lie. Alright. Let's see then. First, my father's adopted me. 
Second, I once ended up sleeping with a man instead of getting in a bar fight with him. And third, I've deliberately sought out deals with Faye to gain something for myself and only for myself. Well, considering the long pause, I feel like it will be the last one. It was a lie. I agree. I think the first one's a lie. Well, Ox is the only one here is correct. I'm not adopted. Oh. Interesting. Learned a lot about everyone. I do think I might need to call it a night pretty soon. Can I belatedly roll an insight check on Ox? Yeah. What are you? I want to see if you're the fucker that Henry slept with. Instead well, of fighting. That's, yeah. <laughs> that's like just, a Henry insight check. No, 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 I was looking at your face. Okay. Yeah. I want to see. I'm going to... Are you pretty drunk? Uh, Ox, probably, Ox is like four drinks deep. I'm going to have you roll at, uh, a disadvantage. Oh, yeah, that's a two. I mean, Ox's face was very entertained because he looks like he's heard this story before. Mm-hmm. Okay. So he knows about this. Yeah. But... It, he didn't seem, like, embarrassed by it or anything. It's all <laughs> I agree, we probably don't want to be too hungover for Nell in the morning. Otherwise I'll end up doing all the talking. Or when we're on the train. Perhaps right. this wasn't the best idea. I mean, the motion isn't good for a hangover. I can't say I've ever ridden one with a hangover, but... Well, they got alcohol on the train. Pretty easy to get rid of the hangover if you just keep drinking. I don't think that's how it works. Please don't be drunk for a week straight. So perhaps you're trying to keep it on the down low that Henry's on the train. Maybe you don't drink too much. I won't. Not not tonight. <laughs> well, quite frankly, that was very entertaining. I think we learned quite a bit. I'm sure we'll have more exciting conversations in the future. The next week future. Whole week on a train. This is a long trip. How big do you think the uh, the train car we're going to stay in will be? To get your own train car. Well, if we can spring for something more premium, I'd love to. But sometimes they get taken up by the folks coming from Darning. I'm sure I can arrange for something more interesting than a standard sleeping arrangement. As long as it's not pushed by luck. I'm interested to see. With that, I'm going to... Say goodnight. Kim gets up and goes to the ring. Yeah, I'll leave yeah. a couple gold on the table and follow Kim. Ox will uh, down the rest of his drink and put it on the table. Does Henry get up? Yeah. yeah. And he'll follow Henry up. We'll go off to bed. Do you talk to your patron? Kim will let uh, Marigold in mm-hmm. the window. And... Yeah, he will. We'll tell them about what happened unless they wanna As soon as as soon as the dream starts, they just like run up and, and hug mm-hmm. you oh. very tightly. Mm-hmm. So sensed something went wrong. But they don't seem angry anymore. It's a bit of a scare today. He hugs them back. Uh that's all we end our session for today.
Thank you for joining us here at Spare the Crime. You can follow our boys a little closer over at Spare the Crime Podcast on TikTok and Instagram, and at Spare the Crime on Twitter. The tunes for our tale were created by Marika Shans, and our intro by Ben McElroy. The official art was by our own Corey, who provides the voice of Virgil Flores. We'd love to hear from you all, so if you please, you can leave a rating or review on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or on YouTube. Thanks again for listening to our tale. Hope we meet again, underneath my stars or yours.